Hallelujah. Let's give Jesus a shout of praise in this place. That's not really a voice of praise. Let's give Jesus a voice, a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may take your seats. Amen. If you have a Bible, turn to John 3. We're going to be speaking today about a new creation. How many new creations do we have this afternoon? A few of you. How many people want to be new, uh, even newer creations than they are right now? Hallelujah. Jesus is going to change your heart, change your life today. He's the God who changes lives. And yesterday, we were down in Lewisham in the pouring rain. Anybody enjoy rain, by the way? But we had about 50 people from Kensington Temple down at Lewisham yesterday, stayed in the rain for two and a half hours, handing out gospel tracts, praying for people, and 29 people received Jesus as their Lord and Savior in the rain. So thank God, if you're here today and you're out in the wish and want to thank you guys for persevering. And uh, the church was encouraged at a gospel concert yesterday and uh, this morning. Uh, Sean, one of our evangelists, was down there preaching as well. And we're just really aiming to get the word out amongst the network and win London for Christ. Amen. Let's bow our heads in prayer right now as we begin. Father, today is a day of destiny, a day of change, Father, for the people who are standing here before us, Lord. Father, they're getting baptized. And Lord God, we ask you today, in the name of Jesus, that something significant would happen in their lives. As they take this step forward to baptism, we ask you, as Tyler preached this morning, open up the heavens, Lord God, and come down and reveal yourself to them in the name of Jesus. We pray when they come out of the water, their lives are going to be changed. They're never going to be the same again. And those who need to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we ask you, Father God, that you'd release your Holy Spirit upon them with the evidence of speaking in tongues in Jesus' name. And for us today, Lord, we pray, if there be anybody in this place today who doesn't know Christ, Lord, today at the end of this service, we pray that they would have a revelation of Jesus as the Son of God. And they will confess him as Lord and Savior, and they will get access into heaven. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said... Amen. John 3, verse 3. If you have a Bible, you can turn there right now. We're talking about a new creation. I want to ask you today, do you believe in Jesus Christ? Do you believe that Jesus saves you? Do you believe that Jesus will give you access into heaven? Hallelujah. Here, Jesus talks about some radical transformation that needs to happen in order for each of us to get to heaven. Now, many religious people think today that it's all about dressing nicely i'm sure you guys love the things you're wearing today hallelujah but thank god it's not the clothes you're wearing today that's going to get you into heaven it's not the outward adornment of the flesh that will get you into heaven but it's rather a heart transformation something radical needs to happen in your heart it's easy to lift your hands in church and say all the right phrases you can even say i confess jesus as my lord and savior but if you don't mean mean it sincerely from your heart you're not born again And here, the religious man, Nicodemus, he came to Jesus by night. I wonder why he came at night. Was he wanting to come to Jesus in secret? Why? Because he didn't want to actually associate himself with Jesus. You know, sometimes we're like that in evangels, and we try to go around the topic of Jesus, don't we? If we mention Jesus in society today, it's kind of shunned upon you. get people saying to you straight away, you're being religious. Don't preach at me. You see, Jesus is the most important person in this place today. He's the most important person in the whole of history. And here, why did Nicodemus come to him? He came to him because Jesus was doing miracles. 
Jesus was turning the water into wine. What does that symbolize today? Turning the water into wine. You see, Jesus was saying to us, in order to get into the kingdom of God, a transformation needs to happen. A miracle took place there in the wedding. You can read it later in John chapter 2, how Jesus transformed the water into wine. And Jesus needs to take the sin out of our life and put heaven in the name of Jesus. He needs to put the new creation in the side of us. So Nicodemus came to Jesus and said, Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher who comes from God. So he recognized that Jesus was a teacher. I want to tell you today, it's not enough to believe that Jesus is a teacher. Believing that Jesus was a good teacher is not going to get you into heaven. Believing that he was a good man. Believing that he was a prophet is not going to get you into heaven. He came and he said, Jesus, you're a good teacher. But no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not within him. Jesus replied, very, very surely I say unto you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. Everybody say born again. Born again. again. What does it mean to be born again? It means to be changed in your heart. See, the Pharisees in Jesus' day, they would clean the outside of the cup. They would focus on the outside. They would like the best seats in the synagogue. They like people speaking good things about them so they could lift their head up higher. And they could be more religious because they were more recognized. And Jesus said to them, you know, you guys focus on the outside of the cup. But what you need to focus on is the inside. Inside, you're full of dead men's bones because you're not saved on the inside. And Jesus was saying to Nicodemus, you know what needs to happen? You need a heart change. Tell your neighbor, you need a heart change. You need a heart change. Now, every day of our Christian life, not just from the moment that we are a Christian, because to become a Christian is to be born again. To become a Christian is to receive a heart change. Something supernatural needs to happen. And as Gabriel said probably three weeks ago, that includes two things, repentance and faith. A decision to turn away from sin and to turn away the things that you're doing and turn to God. See, one of the things in the New Testament, Jesus asked the question, who do you believe that I am? He said to the disciples, who do you believe I am? What are people saying about me? And they said, you know, some people are saying you're Elijah. Some people are saying you're a prophet. Some people are saying you're a good teacher. And you know what? He, Peter, blurted out. He said, he said to Peter, who do you say I am? You know, and something supernatural happened to Peter. He just said, you're the Christ, the Son of God. You're the Christ, the Son of God. Now, I want you to think about that for a few moments because when you talk, think about this statement about being born again, being born again is a change from within. It's not just saying the things on the outside. Something needs to happen in your heart first. It's about being a new creation. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17, in Christ, you are a new creation. A new creation simply means a person from a different world, something new, not worn or torn, something brand new. I bought a pair of Nike Air trainers, hallelujah, the other day. And I was walking in them. I'm still, I'm only wearing them once a week in case they're dirty. And when you buy something new like this suit, glory be to God, you feel good about yourself. (laughs) I got a new suit for my ordination. That's in the uh, wardrobe. But this one cost me only 150 pounds. Glory be to God. I went into the shop, bought my brother a card and came up with a suit. Don't ask me how that happened, but I've been looking for this for about two or three years. You know, you think you buy something new, you buy something different, you feel good about yourself. But Jesus, you know, Paul was saying in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, this word new means fresh, unused, unworn, a new kind of substance, unprecedented, unheard of. You know, something unheard of right now, if you're a Christian, something unheard of is living inside of you. Something directly from heaven. 
It's called the Spirit of the living God. And what happens when you're born again? Jesus tears out the old nature. Glory be to God. You remember that nature that controlled you? Led you to the nightclub? Led you into sin? You know, Jesus takes out that sinful nature. He tears it out, that old nature, because it says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, all things are passed away, and behold, all things. Everybody say all things. Behold, all things have been made new. Hallelujah. How many people have been made new? Lift your hand. Hallelujah. We've all been made new. And we need to remind ourselves of our newness in our relationship with God. Peter said to him, you are the son of the living God. You know, many people were saying of the day, you're a good teacher. You're Elijah. You're the prophet. You know, you can imagine if Colin came in today and somebody from the audience just stood up and said, you're the son of the living God. You'd think he was crazy. You would think he was nuts. But in the time of Jesus, Jesus was the Messiah. What saves you today? I ask you that question. What truly saves you? The Bible says in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him, in who? In who? The Son of God. In Jesus. Whoever believes in the Son of God will not perish, but will live for eternity. Will have everlasting life. Now, Peter, he believed that Jesus was the Son of God. How did he believe? And Jesus said to him, he said, you know, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. Something happened in his heart one day. He must have turned around and he saw Jesus, a good man, a good teacher, Elijah or the prophet. And suddenly he realized, you know, this man's not Elijah. He's not the prophet. He's the son of God. Because something changed in his heart. Now, all of us remember that day. Do you remember the day you were saved? Do you remember the day you became a Christian? Something clicked in your heart. You were born again. Verse 4. Everything okay over there? Do we need to take the baby out? That's okay. You know, we have babies in church and they make noise. That's okay. Some of you guys are babies at the front, spiritually speaking. And you probably make some noise in your cell groups in a couple of weeks, but we don't mind. Hallelujah. Because that's part of discipleship. Glory be to God. Verse 4. How can someone be born, he said, when they are old, Nicodemus asked. Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb. And be born. Jesus answered, Very, verily, I say unto you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, and the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. You should not be surprised by my saying, You must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is, so it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. What was Jesus saying there? There's a natural birth that brought you into this world. And if you're going to be brought into heaven, you need a spiritual birth. You need to be born spiritually. I want you to turn over in your Bibles to John 1. It says in John 1 verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Hallelujah. Jesus is God. That's who he's speaking about there. Jesus is the Son of God. He's fully God. He's fully man. And it says in verse 12, Yet to all who receive him. How many people have received Jesus? To all who receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Now, if you're a Christian today, you're a child of God. You've been adopted into the family of God. That's what it means to be a new creation in Christ Jesus. All things are passed away. You're no longer a son of your parents or a daughter of your parents. You are now a child of God. Children born not of natural descent, he says, nor of human decision or of husband's will, but born of God. Everybody say born of God. 
Do you see something supernatural happens when you're born again? When you become a Christian, something supernatural happens. You are born of God. The Bible says when Jesus was baptized, the heavens opened and the spirit descended on Jesus like a dove. And there was a voice from heaven that said, you are my beloved son in you I'm well pleased. Hallelujah. That was the affirmation of the father saying you are a son. You are my beloved son. That's exactly happened. That exact, exactly what happens when you're born again. He said, the father says, you know what? You believed in Jesus. You've repented of your sins. You are a son of God. You're a daughter of God. You're a child of God. You're born from above. I want you to turn over to Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. Either all you guys have iPads and iPhones or you not bought your Bible to church. Do they bring the Bibles to church, Gabriel, in the 2.30 service? got to have the sound of flicking the pages. Have you guys got your Bibles? Or did you leave your mobile phones in there? Glory be to God. Luke chapter 5. Now, if you're going to move forward as a Christian, you've got to have your Bible in church. Amen. Whether it's on your iPhone, iPad, or you just bought the I thing. Hallelujah. The real thing. Luke chapter 5. He told them in a parable, verse 36, no one tears a piece of a new garment to patch an old one. Otherwise, they will be torn the new garment, and the patch from the new one will not match the old. And no one pours new wine into an old wineskin. Otherwise, the new wine will burst the wineskins, and the wine will run out, and the wineskins will be ruined. No, new wine must be poured into new wineskins. Everybody say new. New wineskins. And no one after drinking the old wants the new, but they say the old is better. He's saying here there's new wine on offer. How many people like wine? Glory be to God. How many people need to be saved? <laughs> you know, you're saved not because you drink wine or don't drink wine. I believe that's a heresy. The Bible says don't get drunk. Well, you can drink wine all you want if that's up to you. But don't get drunk. That's the rule. New wine. What is he speaking of? Something spiritual. He's speaking of old wineskins. If you pour new wine into old wineskins, it's going to crack because the old wineskins are not flexible. And they'll crack and it'll ruin the wine. That's why Jesus is given a, a parable here of what it means for salvation. What it means to become a Christian. He says, if you're going to become a Christian, you need to become a new wineskin. If you want the new wine of the life of God inside your life, you need a new heart. You need a new heart. Tell your neighbor, you need a new heart. The Bible says the heart is deceitful and exceedingly wicked. See, our hearts before we come to God is deceitful and wicked. We need God to take out our stony heart and give us a heart of flesh, a heart after Him. Because He's not going to pour the new wine of eternal life. He's not going to pour the wine of the Holy Spirit inside our lives unless we have been changed ourselves. I wonder today if you've been changed. You've been changed. See, Paul on the road to Damascus, he was going the wrong way. He was going the wrong way. What was he doing? In Acts chapter 9, you can read it later on. He was going the wrong way. He was rebelling against God. What was he doing? He was throwing Christians into prison. He was going completely the furthest away. You might be here today and thinking, you know, I've sinned too much. God could not possibly forgive me. You know, this man Paul, he was the most rebellious. He was annoying God because he was throwing all the Christians into prison. And he was on the road to Damascus. And the Bible says, a light shone from heaven. That light is grace and mercy right now of divine intervention. A light shone from heaven and he fell to the ground. He fell to the ground and what did Paul say when he fell to the ground? He said, who are you, Lord? 
Who are you, Lord? Suddenly there was a change. You know why there was a change in his heart? Because he'd, he'd encountered a higher power. He'd encountered God. And the only thing he could do was surrender his life. So he responded by saying, who are you, Lord? And guess what he said? He said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. I am Jesus. You see, Jesus is the center of eternal life. Jesus is the center of this world. And only by believing on Jesus Christ is a man saved. Acts chapter 9, Acts chapter 8 talks about the, the Ethiopian eunuch. And Philip witnessed to him and he told him about eternal life and what the scriptures meant and who the Christ was. And you know the Ethiopian eunuch responded like this. He says, you know, what hinders me from being baptized? He said, nothing. He said, I believe. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And right there and then in the water, Philip took him down and baptized him right there. And you here today, you believe that Jesus is the Son of God. You've repented of your sin. And today, you're in the tank and you're saying, you know what? I'm going to say before everybody here today that I'm a Christian. That I'm moving forward with God. That I'm not ashamed of Him. Because He is the one who has saved me. I ask you today, if you want to be born again, there's only two things that you need to do. One is repentance. Turn from your life of sin. Admit that you're a sinner and turn to Him and repent of your sins. The Bible says, if you repent of your sins and be converted or be changed, you will receive refreshing from God. You will receive refreshing from God. And the second thing is to believe in Jesus Christ. Believe that He's the Son of God. And as you believe in Him, something supernatural will happen. God will take out the old nature and He will put in the new. In Jesus' name. Let's bow our heads in prayer right now. That's what it means to be a new creature. To believe in Jesus Christ. Right now, under the sound of my voice, I'm going to give you an opportunity before Gable comes and leads these guys in baptism today. I want to ask you a question. Are you born again? Are you a new creation in Christ? Or are you still living in sin? Do you have the still got the sinful nature? You have not received Christ as yet. You have not repented of your sin. And today you're saying, you know, Christian, I want you to pray for me. Because I want God's forgiveness. I want God's forgiveness. I want to believe in Jesus. I want to receive eternal life. I want to go to heaven. I'm going to ask you a question right now. If you were to die right now, and you were to go to heaven, and God was to ask you, why should I let you in? What would you say to him? What would you say to him? If you don't know what you'd say, you need Jesus in your life today. You need forgiveness of sins. And today, you can make sure by simply praying a prayer. I'm going to pray this prayer in a few moments. And if you're here today, you may be a guest, you may be a visitor of someone being baptized, but you know you're not born again. You're not saved. You don't have eternal life. You don't know Christ. I want you to pray this prayer after me. I want everybody to pray this prayer. And especially you today who need Christ in your heart. Everybody say, Lord Jesus Christ. Say it out loud and strong. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. I come to you right now. And I recognize that I'm a sinner and that I need you. I believe that you're the son of God and that you came to give me eternal life. Today, I choose to follow you. I turn away from sin and I turn to you. Lord, receive me now into your kingdom in Jesus' name. Every head bowed and every eye closed right now to the side of my voice. Every Christian praying. If you're here right now and you prayed that prayer, 
And you're saying, Christian, I, I need forgiveness. I need Jesus in my life today. I want to become a Christian. I want to be born again. If that's you, I want you to lift your hand high because I want to pray for you today. In Jesus' name. Lift it up right now. If you want Jesus in your life and you prayed that prayer, lift it high right now under the sound of my voice. Because I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for people who lift their hand. Lift it high. Thank you, sir. Lift it high right now. You know when you lift that hand, you're not lifting to me. You're lifting to Jesus. You're lifting to God the Father who says, you know what? This person's accepting me, the Son of God. Lift your hand high right now. Thank you. Lift it high right now. If you're here today and you know you're born a Christian or you, you think you're born a Christian, you're never born a Christian, you need to commit your life to God. You need to pray to receive Christ. If you want to recommit your life today, lift your hand high in this place. Stretch it out right now. Lift your hand high. You want to recommit your life to Him today saying, you know, I want that new creation all things have become new. That's what I want in my life. I want to be new today. I want Christ to take out the sinful nature and put in a completely new nature. I want forgiveness. Oh God, right now in the name of Jesus, lift your hand. Thank you, Father. If you've lifted your hand, I want you to stand on your feet right now. Everybody who's lifted your hand, just stand on your feet. Let's give them a hand as they stand right now. Just stand up right now. Hallelujah, Jesus. Stand up, madam. People who lifted their hand. Now I know we're going to move into baptism in a few moments, but we're going to take some time just to pray for you. And at the end of the service or whenever Gable decides, we'll either take you out and have a word with you or we'll speak to you in your seat, whatever. Well, we want to give you a Bible and we want to pray with you as well. So just bow your head in prayer right now. We're going to pray for them. Just put your hands towards them right now in Jesus' name. Father, we ask you for the people who are standing. It takes boldness to stand. They've heard the message today about becoming a new creation, about becoming born again, about accepting Jesus Christ. Father, today as they prayed that prayer and they've confessed you as Lord and Savior and they believe you're the Son of God, Lord, today I ask you that you'd wipe the slate clean by the blood of Jesus, that they would know that they have forgiven all their sins because your word says all things have been made new. All things have passed away all things are being made new. Father, set your seal and their commitment to you today. And Father, we pray that every one of them will come to the front here and be baptized maybe next month or the month after, but they will move forward in you, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Let's give Jesus praise right now as Gabriel comes.